So somebody read the title of this podcast, something on Action Officer, Action Officer Development Course, and they clicked it. And within the first 30 seconds or so, they're probably going to decide whether or not this is going to be worth their time. So David, give it to me. Bottom line up front, uh, how would you convince somebody in 30 seconds or less of this podcast is valuable? Well, this podcast is uh, valuable for anyone who uh, out there who's part of the Army Army Civilian Corps or uh, on the military side who considers themselves to be uh, an action officer. And um, what I would like to talk about is uh, what action officers are, what they do, and um, to make folks out there realize that even though that may not be part of their title, uh, that they are action officers and the things that they do do constitute uh, action officer kind of stuff. Okay. All right. So do we think we met the mission then? Do we still have listeners after 30 seconds All right. of hearing that? If so, well, is that the role of an action officer, to, to generate value, to communicate, uh, let's say, ideas on, let's say, a podcast on being an action officer? Are we action officers in the moment, do you think, on this? We absolutely are. And um, I was just going to tell you that uh, I've, I've watched you develop this podcast over – the past six months, maybe? Does that sound right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And and everything that you've done to get this off the ground has been action officer kind of work because it started with an idea. It started with a goal, uh, and the goal was uh, a vision that our director had, Mr. Kim Summers, to reach out to current, past, former, and future students with ideas about leadership and leader development. And so just taking that as a goal and trying to turn it into a podcast, going from that conceptual idea down into the practicalities of how do you get it done? How do you get all the parties on board? How do you get all the technology laid out? How do you meet the intent of the, of the senior leader? and get it actually down at the ground, grassroots, shoe leather level, and to make it actually happen. And all of those things that, that I've seen you do, those are action officer tasks. And uh, chances are uh, you use just about every topic that, and we're going to talk about the action officer development course itself, you use probably just about every topic that we talk about in the action officer development course to get this project done and to get it to get to have it grow legs and start walking down the street and have people actually uh, see it and respond to it okay so if i hear you right david action officers are people who get things done they get things from ideas into uh, to bring something to fruition from idea to fruition what let's pretend like today is my first day in the army and i don't speak the lingo and know all the acronyms yet would be at the bumper sticker uh, label for the layperson. Is it would it still be action officer? I mean, I think I think uh, the 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 phrase action officer sums it up pretty well. The first part, action, is pretty clear to me. It's somebody who takes action and gets something done. And the second part, officer. Well, there there may be a little bit of confusion about that, but what what is an is an officer? 
is someone who's who's official, holds a, a place of responsibility uh, in an organization. And so when the senior leader tells uh, somebody, I want you to research this, take care of this, make this happen, they're acting as an officer. They're acting on behalf of of whoever that leader is. Okay, but for clarity, though, it can be anybody. It doesn't have to be an officer. It doesn't mean you have to be a captain or higher. It can be an enlisted member. It can be an Army Civilian Corps member. It, it absolutely can be. And one, one thing to take into consideration is this course that we call the Action Officer Development Course is required. The, the only cohort that really is required to go through it is Army interns. Okay. So these are... These are younger people. Uh, these are people who may not have as much experience in, in the Army with, with working actions uh, and things like that. But So, yeah, it, it doesn't have to be, quote-unquote, an officer or even a non-commissioned officer. Uh, it can be anybody who works in action on behalf of a commander. To be honest, David, I, I took this um, course, well, it's probably been 15 years ago, it was part of the warrant officer professional military education. It was required back then. But what I remember of it was it was a lot based on communication, a lot of uh, the correspondence, the stuff that you find in AR 2550. Do you see communication as being the big chunk of, or I guess learning communication skills as being one of those primary skills in being a good and effective action officer or something more to it? Let's say, let's say I, I'm, I'm an intern and I come in and I, I sit down and I take the um, action officer development course. It's an online course. First of all, how long is it going to take me to get through this course? Well, the course as it's configured now is 12 hours. 12 hours. What am I going to, how am I going to be different at the end of that 12 hours? Well, you're going to be different because you're, number one, you're going to understand your role in your organization better. And you're going to see your organization um, the, uh, as a system. Mm -hmm. And you're going to recognize the part that you play in that system. And some of the other topics, just something called staff work, how you work within a staff to get stuff done, problem solving and decision making, how you define problems, how you get decisions from from leaders. Okay. Uh, and then you're talking about, when you talk about communication, you're talking about briefing kind of skills, writing skills, and then maybe conversational skills active listening, and things like that. And so if you think about somebody who, and I don't, I don't care what grade they are, if, if their supervisor has told them, we have an issue in the organization, we have to come up with a new policy, we have to come up with a different way of doing something, we have to, or we've been told to do this and we got to figure out how, what the best way to implement it is, that person now, now has been told by whoever their senior leader is to go out uh, and make this happen. They've given them some level of authority to go out and coordinate. So they're going to have to go out and talk to other organizations. They're going to have to talk to people within their own organization. They're going to have to go back and back brief their commander or their supervisor. They're going to have to get their concurrence or approval uh, on on actions, sub-actions that they're working. And in order to take uh, this problem and get it to where it is solvable or, or where you can deal with it, 
uh, you're going to have to communicate. And you're going to have to communicate in writing. You're going to have to communicate verbally. In some cases, it might take an information briefing. In some cases, it might take a decision briefing. Mm-hmm. Or ultimately, ideally, w- will take a dis- require a decision briefing back to the decider, back to uh, whoever it is that's going to make the final decision. And so ev- even if I'm sitting down with my supervisor trying to listen and understand what the issue is or what the problem is or what the task is, or what we're trying to accomplish, that's a communication issue right there because I have to listen, and I have to use active listening, which is part of of this action officer development course. Just at the beginning step, I have to be able to listen to understand and understand intent, guidance, uh, my left and right boundaries, who else I need to talk to, what matters in the organization, and so... Yeah, communication is is a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a, a lesson that I think is is very helpful uh, about meetings, about how you arrange a meeting, mm-hmm. and it's not it's not real complicated. Why are you having the meeting? Who needs to come to the meeting? What are you trying to get out of the meeting? What's everybody's? What kind of things matter to the people that are coming to the meeting? What do you do after the meeting? what kind of actions are required uh, and that and that also is uh, requires communication okay going back to what you said at the beginning of this as far as who this course is targeted for who's required to take it now that's an AR350-1 requirement correct when we talk about interns and i think the previous version or versions of AR350-1 i think included a, a larger audience but I just clicked on this link, and I'm listening to this podcast now. And if I'm not a new Army intern, why on earth would I want to sign up and take the Action Officer Development course? Well, chances are, uh, when you came in to work this morning, uh, either while you were driving in or after you uh, got out of your car or however you got to work and were walking into your office uh, or after you logged into your computer that time, after you came into work, that time that it takes between when you put your cat card in uh, and log in and your computer comes up, there's something in your mind that you're thinking about that you have to get done that day. Mm-hmm. Everybody has some, there, there's some task or action or issue that you have to deal with that day. And anybody who is a, who works with the Army, in the Army, either military or Army Civilian Corps, They've got tasks, project issues that they have to deal with, and those are actions. And when you start working on whatever those things are, you are doing action officer stuff because you're going to have to call somebody and get information. You're going to have to go in and talk to your supervisor and get guidance. You're going to have to go talk to a peer who's done the same thing before and ask for their help. You're going to have to find out uh, what kind of resources am I going to have? Uh, what kind of timeline am I working on? And all of those things are action officer kind of kind of things, and most of them are addressed in, in one way or another in this action officer development course. Okay, so I've clicked on the link I've this far into the podcast so far, and you've convinced me 
yes, I should take the action officer development course. How do I get there? How do I register? Is um, you'd go through ALMS, Army Learning Management System, and uh, just do a search in there, and uh, that'll that'll set you up for it pretty pretty easily. And it is hosted in ALMS. In our distributed learning curriculum that we have for basic, for intermediate course, I know there's a lot of communication type subjects in there. Are those the same topics, the same subjects that I'd find in the Action Officer Development course, or are they different? The, the topics are similar, but uh, what what we've tried to do is to orient them less towards um, what you might consider to be a, a leadership kind of uh, context and more towards uh, a staff or action officer kind of context, which is a little bit different. It, it's just a little bit different. Okay. Who's your ideal action officer? Well, there's a, there's a lot of them. If you would think about... Even somebody like uh, Dwight Eisenhower, uh, when he was when he was coordinating the the Allies before during World War II, let's say before the D-Day invasion in 1944, he, he was he was coordinating with uh, government governments. He was coordinating out within his own government, the U.S. government. He's also coordinating with the British and all the other allies, it required him to balance all these different concerns and issues that people had and to, in some way, take all this information in and turn it into a single, unified, cohesive action that, in in this case, uh, equaled military action on the ground. So it's negotiating, gaining consensus, listening to other people, all of that. And I, I think those are those are action officer kind of things. Okay, so if we look throughout history, we look at significant events, important events, behind each one of those was a successful action officer. Is that what you're saying? I, absolutely, because somebody so, somebody typically we think of we think of the decision makers, but behind the decision makers, uh, or working for them are the people who gather information, who distill information, who share information, who tell uh, whoever the decision maker is all the different uh, issues and concerns that are out there so that when the decision is made, it's informed, uh, it's timely, uh, and it, it, it solves the problem uh, in a way that the decision maker wants it to be solved. Okay, and the gathering and dissemination of information, if I look throughout the kind of the history of the Army, let's say the last 50 years of the Army, can you see that evolving and changing and perhaps one method that was preferred, say, in World War II is different than what decision makers or key leaders would expect today from an action officer or somebody briefing? Well, I think today uh, technology has allowed all of us to have more information quicker and more fidelity with with information and um, I think that in some ways has made perhaps more challenging to be an action officer because there's there's so much information out there, uh, there and there's so much to sift through and figure out what's relevant what's not relevant uh, what's timely what's not timely yesterday when I approached you yes and asked 
I asked if you'd be interested in doing a podcast today, and quickly you responded with, yes, the action officer development course. Just curious, what, why? What, why the quick response? It seemed like it was almost already on your mind. Or were there some, have there been some recent changes? Is there, I was just curious. What, well, what? let me go back. Let me talk a little bit about the background of this course, this action officer development course. Um, as you said, people were taking this course uh, more than 10 years ago, and it, it is, it's changed, it's evolved, but it's also uh, the, a lot of the basic principles are, are still similar, are still the same. We are uh, in the Army Management Staff College, the uh, Distributed Learning Department, we are we've we've done a kind of a soft redesign of the material in the course uh, and we've been working on this for about a year so right now i'm not sure when this is going to go out but it's it's uh, august we're close to the middle of august of 2018 and we've been working on this for about a year to do what you might consider a soft redesign and uh, right now we are in the middle of doing what some people would refer to as a pilot or group trial of the curriculum. And we expect to have this completed uh, in the next couple of weeks. Our goal is to launch in the fall a newer version of the Action Officer Development course. And uh, right now I've got uh, roughly 35 people out in the field who are uh, going through the course as we have redesigned it. And uh, we're going to be collecting up their feedback and data, figure out uh, what, if any, changes we need to make before we get this fielded. So I want to talk about this Action Officer Development course because there's going to be a new version of it out soon. And I want to let people know that because I, I personally believe, as, just, as I've gone through looking at all these lessons and modules, there's things in here that I've learned that even doing this pilot, which is an action officer kind of thing, have helped me get this done better, mm-hmm. have made me more effective. And so uh, I'd, I'd like to, to think that uh, once we launch this, that, that people who take it will be more effective in their workplaces. Okay. And it, it, will, it will help them individually, uh, and it'll help uh, their organizations. And Strong organization is going to result in a strong army, and that's going to result in a strong country. And that's what we all want. That's what I want. Me too. Now, I log into ALMS today after listening to this podcast. How do I know whether I'm looking at the new updated AODC versus the legacy? Well, it's going to, it's going to take us – there is a version there now that that's available. Mm-hmm. And this one – uh, once we get uh, this group trial done and, and get it fielded, it will go out and it will replace that one. Will I be able to distinguish that? So somebody could be listening to this podcast in, let's say, January of 2019, and they're logging on LMS. How will they know whether that new one's? Well, the, the, the current one is a series of uh, PDF files or flat files, as they're sometimes called. Okay. And, and this, this version that, that we're rolling out, um, has screen animation, text. It kind of rolls for you when you open it up. Okay. Now, is just curious too, is the screenplay, the animation as good as that that was incorporated into the supervisor development course? Because for that course, 
I heard that they had hired professional actors, and it's actually pretty easy to watch. It's, it's somewhat entertaining. Well, this one, uh, what, what we tried to do with this one is uh, make it a little more conversational mm-hmm. uh, so that uh, it, it leads the, end of the, the learner through the course, and um, it's a little easier on the eyes than uh, maybe some of the kind of the, the older distance learning products that people might have seen years and years ago. Although I will say the old version of this course uh, that was operating 2000, like 10 years ago up to say 2012 or 13 was, was a pretty decent course. Okay. was a, had a pretty good look to it. Also, I finished taking this course. Do I get any CEUs for it? That I don't know. I, I will have to figure that out. Some people have career programs uh, that, that require or even have requirements in their elements and standards on their, on their DP map that require them to attain a certain number of, of educational credits, educational units. I don't know. We'll have to have to look at that. All right. I stumped you. Finally. Yeah. Sorry. Well, we'll, we'll come back. I'll do a voiceover and, okay. uh, and, and update the listeners. Are there any final thoughts uh, in closing? Well, I, I just wanted to say there was a, um, a gentleman, General Williston Palmer, who was the vice chief of staff of the Army back in the late 1950s. And uh, this quote is in the course, and it's, uh, I think it's relevant for all of us. And I, I'll read it, and I hope it's not too boring. General Palmer said, an army exists for only one purpose, action. And the staff exists only to produce action. We call you an action officer because we want action. Uh, All you are here for is to get something done. A paper, any words you write, is wasted effort unless it directly contributes to getting something done. You may have a long task, a lot of research, a lot of conferences, a lot of concurrences, but all the time your mission is to find that solution and get something done. And that that kind of sums up what what it it should mean for for people out there who are action officers uh, or uh, who consider themselves action officers is is that the goal is is to get something moving, to get it done, to get it over with, to get it completed, and to get it completed in a way that satisfies all the parties involved needs and provides the decision maker uh, with a decision that they can they can execute they can live with and that and that you can look at after the fact and decide if it was the the if it was effective or not okay well thank you david all right thank you james cameron glad to be with you I appreciate you hanging out with us at the end of the podcast. I did verify the status of the CEUs for the AODC via the Combined Arms Center website, and it does say that there are no CEUs offered uh, for that course, just 12 academic hours. Also, earlier in the podcast, we had mentioned accessing this course through ALMS, which is accessed via lms.army.mil. If you do go there, it will redirect you uh, to Chartis. So this course is accessed via Chartis uh, under the self-development tab, and then it'll go to your supervisor. Once approved, you will be able to access the course in ALMS. And we welcome your feedback. Please write us at usarmy.lovenworth.tradoc.mbx.amsc-podcast at mail.mil or 
you can just write us at amscpodcast at gmail.com.